You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. Hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story is about 18-year-old Brittany Loritz of Salisbury, North Carolina. July 11th, 2005, the police were called. Her body was found by her stepfather, Reginald Carlton Weeks Jr., in her home on Scale Street. She was stabbed in the neck. She had been home alone all day. There was a hanger unbound lying on the floor. She was wearing her pajamas and her underwear. Her room looked like it was ransacked. Her drawers were open. It appears somebody was looking for something. Nothing was taken. No forced entry, which suggests Brittany might have known who killed her. Apparently, she would not let just anybody in the house, especially when she was home alone. Her stepfather and mother were interviewed. Her stepfather tells investigators his day started at 7 a.m. He went to a job site on Bourbon Street, then went to a home to do some repairs in a bathroom, then went to a mechanic shop. Then he was supposed to meet with a woman about a job she wanted done. And to get ready for the job, he met with his dad, who was the owner of the company. They went back to his house to pick up some proposal papers to meet with the lady about doing work in her home. And that's when he saw the open drawers. He called Brittany's name and found her bleeding in her bed. He tells investigators he cradled her. Her mother was at work until 4 p.m. The police learned Brittany's father was out of town at the time of her murder. The police canvassed the neighborhood. Some neighbors tell them they saw a man running between houses. According to the autopsy, Brittany was strangled. Then her throat was cut. She was stabbed in the throat. When her body was found, There were no signs of sexual assault. The autopsy showed an abrasion on her genitalia. It could have happened during consensual sex. Hey, 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 people. If you like gaming, check out McElinden Gaming Headphones. Great sound quality, super comfy, and not expensive at all. If you're decorating your room and looking for ideas, check out Kiko Smart LED Strip Lights. My daughters have these in their room and they love them and they look fabulous. They're easy to install and comes with a controller and it works with an app as well. But don't just take my word for it, go and get your own. Ubisoft's selfie ring light and stand comes in so handy when I'm doing my videos. It's easy to use and has three different light tones so my videos come out great. My phone fits perfectly and it's stable and lightweight so it can be moved around easily. Great bang for your buck. I just love false eyelashes, especially on a night out. Check out New Kali False Eyelashes. They are easy to apply, come with many pairs you can use more than once, totally worth the money. 
More information can be found in the show notes. If you're a true crime addict like me, check out my store, crystalkiss.com, for some murder merch and start killing it. So many designs to choose from at a great price. You can use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% off your entire order. And for U.S. orders only, order three or more items and get free shipping. More information can be found in the show notes. Back to Murder Speaks. Well, there was no semen found. The person might have worn a condom. Investigators question her boyfriend. He tells police where he was when she was murdered, and his alibi checks out. Investigators learn Brittany had an abortion. Her mother tells police she doesn't know who the father was. Her stepfather got an attorney. Now, he told police when he found Brittany, he picked her up and cradled her like a baby. However, there was no blood on his clothes. And when he called 911, he was instructed to perform CPR. But CPR was never performed. Two witnesses saw her stepfather leave and then turn around and go back home. And the male lady said he seemed upset. He told investigators he stopped at a person's house the day of Brittany's murder. But it turns out he stopped at the person's house four hours later than he said he did. He was seen burning something in a bucket. He was destroying something. It turned out to be Brittany's cell phone. Apparently, Brittany couldn't stand her stepfather. Her father had a conversation with her stepfather, Reginald, and he told him Brittany died a peaceful death. Now, how would he know that unless he killed her? Apparently, her stepfather was very strict with Brittany. There was a lot of tension between them. Apparently, Reginald raped her. Brittany told a friend that she was afraid of him. They got into a fight. Police believe they know what happened. Brittany and her stepfather got into a fight, and he used a hanger to hold her down. Then he stabbed her because he thought she was dead. August 12, 2005, Reginald was arrested. He entered an Alford plea to reduced charges of second-degree murder and second-degree rape. An Alford plea allows a defendant to plead to lesser charges without actually admitting guilt. He received nine years in prison and was released from prison in January 2015. Wow, only nine years? He brutally killed his stepdaughter and he only got nine years in prison? And now he's free among society? Wow, that's crazy. If he's capable of doing this to a stepdaughter, who's to say he won't kill again? Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. Hope you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.